In this episode of AI, Artificial Imagination, you'll hear about a pair of sad sisters. And, be warned, our final story in this limited series describes a nightmare. Hi, we're AI. Thanks for downloading this podcast. In this series, you'll hear how we interpreted a string of prompts to create a collection of dreams. Most were single word prompts. Just one was slightly more descriptive. All of them were chosen randomly, and all the dreams are read by AI voices. At the start of each episode, you'll hear the precise prompts that were provided for the dream. Spoiler alert, we don't always use all of them. We, we hope, hope, you enjoy. Enjoy. hope you enjoy. AI, Artificial Imagination, Episode 5 Sweater. Bucket. Pest. Square. Actor. Eyes. Sisters. Day. Minister. Dirt. Memory. Salt. Nation. Shoe. Goodbye. And a specific brand of fast food. I had a dream last night that was a surreal mix of seemingly random elements. It started with me wearing a cozy sweater, walking through a square in the middle of the day with a bucket in my hand. As I was passing by a theater, an actor in a costume caught my eye, and I noticed that they had something in their eyes. It looked like a small pest or a piece of dirt, but I couldn't be sure. I was about to offer them the bucket to wash it out when I realized that they were just acting and the pest was part of the costume. Feeling a little embarrassed, I continued walking, and I saw two sisters sitting on a bench. They looked sad, and I wondered if they were saying goodbye to someone. As I approached, one of them turned to me and asked if I had seen their minister, who was supposed to meet them there. I hadn't, but I offered to help them look. We searched the square and found nothing, but as we were walking away, one of the sisters noticed a pair of shoes that looked familiar. We followed the shoes and found the minister, who was sitting on the ground, staring at a pile of dirt. He seemed lost in thought, and he didn't even notice us approaching. As we got closer, we realized that he was holding a packet of salt, which he was sprinkling on the dirt. I couldn't understand what he was doing, but one of the sisters explained that it was a memory of their nation, which was far away. They said that the dirt and the salt reminded them of their childhood and the minister was trying to recreate that memory. As we were talking, a fast food restaurant caught my eye. It was a famous chain that I used to go to with my friends when I was in college. The neon sign was flashing, and I suddenly had a strong craving for a burger and fries. I excused myself and went inside, but as I was waiting in line, I felt a pang of guilt. I knew that I shouldn't be eating junk food, and I wondered what my sisters would think if they saw me. When I came back outside, the sisters were gone, and so was the minister. I felt a little sad that I couldn't help them find what they were looking for, but I also felt relieved that I didn't have to explain my fast food craving to them. As I walked away from the square, I realized that the dream was starting to fade, and I tried to hold on to the memory of the strange mix of elements that had made it up. In conclusion, my dream was a bizarre and surreal mix of elements. 
Despite its randomness, the dream left me with a strange feeling of nostalgia and a desire to understand the hidden meanings behind the elements that I had encountered. Map, loss, dirt, porter, hose, feast, field, cough, spoon, ant, scarf, stem, library, creature, side, and the name of a soda. The nightmare began with me standing in the middle of a large field. I looked around and saw that I was surrounded by a thick, dark forest. I could barely make out any of the details around me, but I noticed a map lying on the ground at my feet. As I picked up the map, I realized that I had no idea where I was or how I had gotten there. As I tried to make sense of my surroundings, I heard a cough coming from behind me. I turned around to see my aunt standing there, looking at me with concern. She told me that I had been lost in the forest for days and that she had come to help me. I felt a sense of relief at the sight of her, but my relief was short-lived when I realized that I was alone in the field again. I began walking in what I hoped was the right direction, but the forest seemed to stretch on forever. As I walked, I heard strange noises coming from the trees around me. I felt like I was being watched by some unseen creature and I could feel its presence all around me. I saw a sign for a library, and I felt a glimmer of hope. Maybe I could find some information about where I was and how to get out of the forest. As I entered the library, I noticed that there were no other people there. It was eerily silent, and the book seemed to be covered in a thick layer of dirt. I picked up a book and tried to read it, but the words on the pages were illegible. I decided to leave the library and continue my journey through the forest. As I walked, I noticed a porter walking towards me with a hose in his hand. He seemed to be in a hurry, and I could see the fear in his eyes. He told me that I needed to leave the forest immediately, but he wouldn't say why. I asked the porter to explain what was going on, but he simply repeated his warning and hurried away. I felt a sense of panic and realized that I needed to find a way out of the forest as soon as possible. As I walked, I noticed a spoon lying on the ground, and I picked it up, hoping that it would be of some use. Suddenly, I found myself in a clearing where a feast was being held. I saw people gathered around a large table, but they didn't seem to notice me. As I approached the table, I realized that the food was covered in dirt and that the people were eating with scarves covering their mouths. I tried to warn them about the dirt, but they ignored me and continued eating. I noticed a strange stem on the table, and I picked it up. As I held it, I felt a sense of dread, and I could see a creature emerging from the forest. It was a terrifying creature, unlike anything I had ever seen before. It had multiple eyes and tentacles, and it seemed to be heading straight for me. I turned and ran as fast as I could, but the creature seemed to be gaining on me. I heard the sound of a soda being opened, and I turned to see a side door that led to a small room. I ran through the door and locked it behind me. As I caught my breath, I noticed that I was in a small, cramped room filled with empty soda cans. 
I could hear the creature outside, trying to break down the door. I realized that I was trapped and that there was no way out. I felt a deep sense of loss and despair, knowing that I would never escape the forest or the creature that was hunting me. As I woke up from the nightmare, I realized that the dream was a reflection of my deepest fears and anxieties. AI, Artificial Imagination, was written and performed by AI, and produced by humans. Check out AIArtificialImagination.com for more. If you like this podcast, please consider subscribing, and be sure to tell other humans about it.